let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. Today on CityCast DC, summer is finally here, and so too is the stress of trying to fit in every warm weather activity you dreamed about all winter. We're going to try to make things a little bit easier. Over the next three weeks, you'll be hearing our Summer Entertainment Guide, presented by Clyde's Restaurant Group. It's recommendations for what to do in this city and how to do them best. Today, we're starting with grab your blanket and your popcorn because we're talking about outdoor summer movies. DC actually has a ton of outdoor movie options, so I sat down with Priyanka and Julia to discuss which ones are worth your time. Today is Tuesday, June 6th. I'm Bridget Todd, and here's what DC is talking about. Hey, Priyanka. Hey, Julia. Hello. Hi, Bridget. The weather has been so nice, which is a great time to talk about one of my favorite activities in D.C., which is outdoor summer movies. Really excited to get into it with all of you today. Me too. In preparation for this, I was trying to remember which outdoor movies I've been to, like which locations in D.C., and I have been to a lot. Like, I've always said that this is one of my favorite things about D.C., but like, dang, I really live that life. Is it bad that I've only been to like one specific location for an outdoor movie and just have like found the place and have just been like no at every other place is that bad does that make me a bad washingtonian i don't think so i was gonna say i mean i'm judging you personally thanks but, Priyanka. <laughs> but we'll get into it yeah Priyanka, what is it about outdoor movies that you are so into i think that it is a really low-key activity that you can do after a lot of the outdoor movie screenings are on weekdays. And I think it's such a good evening activity. It gets you out of the house after you've been working all day, or I guess in the old times out of the office. Um, it is a way to take advantage of the weather. It's social, but not too social. It's like the exact right balance. I really love that you can make it whatever you want. Like you can bring drinks if you want it to be like a little bit more of a party scene. You can go alone. You can go with friends. It's just like very variable and adaptable. Those are all good reasons to love it. I, I'm definitely the kind of person who, if I'm going to an outdoor movie, I want the blanket or I bring my own chair of mm, the person. Yep. If you've yep. seen the Portlandia skit of the couple who's like setting things up, that is definitely me. <laughs> Have my own chair, monogram, the whole, the whole works. I want... An actual like picnic spread. I want Ooh, wine. I'm wow. not doing it if I'm if I'm not gonna do it. You know. Okay. So you're like all in. You're not like see to your pants. Like oh, like it's nice out. Like let's go to the outdoor movie. You're like no. We are planning for it. It's an event. Yes. There's lots okay. of prep involved. <laughs> okay. Wow. Good to see, know. That exactly plays into my point because I usually go alone. I've done a few dates. I've gone with friends once, but I'd say the majority of the time when I go for outdoor movie screenings, it's me by myself and like. I cherish that. Every time I go, it's like, 
we've planned out the week a little bit, but we're like, you know what? Like the weather on this day is supposed to be nice. This movie is something we've wanted to see for a little bit. Let's like go and we'll bring like charcuterie or, or whatever. And sometimes a bottle of wine, but like, yeah, ours are like very low key. I feel like we, we run the gamut of what to do at these movies. We have Priyanka, which is like very base, low level one person. You have me who's like in between and Bridget is like all out. It's a vibe. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're the three bears yeah. and Goldilocks can choose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the last time I went to an outdoor movie, it was memorable because it was in Adams Morgan and I thought the movie screening was going to be Apollo 13, Ooh. the um, Tom Hanks, you know, um, astronaut movie. Yeah. When we arrived, it was actually Apollo 11, which is a very different movie. It's a documentary <laughs> based around the footage, like the, the film footage that they shot at the actual moon landing. And so very different vibe. It was still pretty good, but I, you know, I came expecting Tom Hanks and I got a very long documentary. <laughs> but you were going to get your fill of out of outer space anyways. Like, they would not be denied. Exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. I wonder how many other people there got kind of suckered into the documentary the same way. Well, there were a lot of kids. And part of me is like, these kids don't want to watch this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Well, I think Admo is one of the spots we should talk about. I mean, there's so, there's so many outdoor movie spots in D.C. We can't possibly talk about them all. So I think we should pick five and then, like, rate them according to specific criteria and then get to come up with rankings at the end. Okay. Yeah? Let's do it. I'm in. I say as someone who has probably not been to any of these, but that's okay. I'm, I'm like, the, <laughs> like, like the, the free taste tester of all of this. Yeah, well, and also you can rate slash rank based on, like, location and what themed movies they would potentially get you to try a new place, right? So That's true. I propose that we do the Adams Morgan one, Roslyn, which they do at Gateway Park. Franklin Park is going to be having it this year. Union Market, which it might be the last year for, so I think it's it's worth a mention. And then Audi Field, where they're doing weekly movies. So why don't we start with Admo? What are your thoughts? Well, I love, well, for, I mean, I'm lazy and it's pretty close to me. I live yeah, in Columbia Heights. Say. It's at, it's at Admo's Morgan, so it's an easy walk. Um, I also like that it, it, it's at the soccer field at Marie Reed School, mm. um, right at Admo's Morgan. I like that it's, the property is kind of like, it seems like it's designed for watching an outdoor movie, even though it's a soccer field at a school. Like, if I remember correctly, the field kind of slopes downward the same way that, like, a stadium seating might. And so um, I definitely like that. So for location, I'm going to give it a five. I, I think it's a very, a very good location. This is literally across the street from the gym that I go to. So, like, you go to the gym, you get your sweat on, you go and you relax and you watch a little movie afterwards. Five. Very easy. Very Excellent. convenient. All right, give us your movie thoughts. Okay, so I am looking at this list of movie screenings. This year, they're doing comedy-inspired film series. I would watch at least three of these. Coming to America is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, do I think it could be made now? Maybe not, but, like, it's Eddie <laughs> Murphy, and I love it. It's hilarious. Bridesmaids, I own the DVD. Of course I'm going to go see it for free. And who doesn't love Shrek? Come on. I do yes, love Shrek. That's, that's like a, that's like at least a four. I haven't seen Raising Arizona or uh, The Birdcage. It's been a long time since I've seen This Is Spinal Tap, though. So that might rope me back in. I'm giving this like a four. Well, as a like movie person, I've seen all of these movies. You should definitely see Raising Arizona because it's really funny. Um, as is The Birdcage. R.I.P. Robin Williams. It might be hmm. one of his best. I will say this. 
as someone who's been to the Adams Morgan Outdoor Movie Series a few times, they have definitely stepped up their films. It was fine last time around, but they were definitely movies that were geared more towards kids. Nothing wrong with that. Totally understandable. It's a kid-friendly vibe at an outdoor movie. This time around, I think that they're definitely picking movies that are a little bit more um, mature, I guess. They're not mature, not like, you know, it's not like R-rated comedies, but... You're saying Shrek isn't an R-rated comedy? Come on, Bridget. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I noticed that they're doing like, on the schedule, it's like Shrek is for family night. Mm. But then, you know, Bridesmaids, I would not call that a family movie, right? I I see that they're mixing it up. So it's not just kids movies, which I appreciate. Yeah, I love... I. Love the selection. Um, I was getting really hyped up listening to List Them Out, Julia. So I would also do a five. Oh, wait, you did a four. I would give it a five. And what would you give it, Bridget? Oh, five. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Well, then next up is Roslyn. Um, so this one is at Gateway Park. It's actually pretty close to the Roslyn Metro. When I've gone, I've metroed in and then you walk I want to say like 10 minutes or less. Um, it was really easy to get to. And there's lots of restaurants in the area too where you can grab food and bring it. And they have food trucks there. So for me, I'd say location, I'd give it a four. And the only reason it's a four instead of a five is because the park isn't that big. And so it does get like really crowded when everyone turns up, which is not ideal, especially when you've got big groups with their charcuterie boards and everything. Like you don't want to be sitting on top of each other while trying to watch a movie, you know? Yeah, that would ruin the vibe for me. Admittedly, I've never been here. The location, I suspect I would be a lower rating because I hate having to go into Virginia. No shade <laughs> to Virginia. It's just far away. And as I said, I'm lazy. <laughs> if I can't walk from my apartment, I don't like to go. Um, but the way that you described it does sound enticing. I can't lie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is similar to DC dating where it's like, if you're crossing the river, it better be worth it. And if it's packed and cramped and small... I don't know that I want to cross the river for that, you know? Like, I might give this a two. Like, it might Ouch. it might be because it's across the river. I'm sorry, Rosalind. Yeah, fair. Bridget, what was your number? Oh, I think I, well, I've never been. Yeah. But hypothetically, <laughs> I might be a three. Cool. <laughs> for the movies, they've decided them this year, like, March Madness style. They had people vote, and they ended up going with Jumanji, Shrek, Moana, and The Parent Trap. Um, So... We've got Shrek at both. It's the 1995 Jumanji, which is an important specification because if it were one of the more recent ones, I'd be down. But the 1995 one scares me. It's creepy. Ooh, what? It's, it's again, creepy. another Robin Williams classic. I, I love Robin Williams. And I do think he does a great job in that. But I watched it as a kid and it was traumatizing. And now That's I can't fair. watch it. I think every outdoor movie listing, if they ha- all have Shrek on their listings for this year... I'm going to explode because love Shrek. Uh, Moana, yes, I love The Parent Trap. I don't know that this is enough to pull me all the way out to Virginia, but this is like a solid four for me. Well, the question is, is it the 1998 Parent Trap or the 1961 Ooh, Parent Trap, the OG? That's Which true. one? We're going or Are we going, or are we going the original? We're, we're, we're going Lohan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love these movies, but they wouldn't pull me all the way out to Virginia, so I'm a three. Wow. Yeah. I, it's tough. I see what they're going for. I love The Parent Trap. Um, Could quote it all day long. I love Jumanji. I like that it's kind of a 90s vibe. Honestly, I don't agree with you, Julia. I think think Shrek on two outdoor movie lineups, (laughs) a little little uninspired, I think. 
What if they all just did like Shrek one, two, three, and four? Like just Shrek only. Oh, yeah, God. it's like you. They, they should. There should be some sort of situation with the city where it's like you can watch Shrek in outdoors in every quadrant of DC. Only one outdoor movie screening. They all have to like fight to the death, and only one gets to air Shrek. Exactly. There needs to be some kind of a system. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think I might go four on these movies. Especially, I think that the Adams Morgan movie list is, like, starting very high. So, comparatively, I do see what they're going for, kind of a 90s theme. I think I gotta go four. It's time to get dressed up, DC. So Others Might Eat is having its Young Professionals Network Spring Soiree that's to help raise funds for homelessness in D.C. The gala is on the evening of May 17th at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. There will be live music from DJ Heat from the Washington Wizards, photo booths, food, and even a special appearance by a former actor from Pretty Little Liars. Wow. There will also be a canned food drive, so be sure to bring a few cans to support Sum's Food Pantry. Grab tickets before they're gone at sum.org slash spring soiree. That's S-O-M-E dot O-R-G slash spring soiree. See you there. So we've got some conflicting opinions on Rosalind. Next up, we've got Franklin Park. Um, So this is my favorite I don't even need to know what movies they're showing. This is my favorite, like, outdoor movie screening shtick in D.C. because it's organized by this group called Can I Kick It? And they add their own symphony to the movies. So they, like, have a DJ, normally, like, a hip-hop DJ, and then they score each film with a mix of hip-hop and jazz and whatnot. So you have subtitles, and that's kind of, like, what you're relying on for watching the actual movie, but they've added their completely own music to it. It's such a vibe, and it's so creative and bizarre. I saw Tenet there for the first time. It was, like, the first time I'd seen that movie, which is a very confusing movie, and most people (laughs) I know (laughs) were like, I did not follow it. I swear to you, the music that they added themselves helped me focus better. So, like, I came away really understanding it, and and I... completely attribute it to them. So um, I'm going to be five on location and movies just based on the fact that I love these people. Fair enough. Okay. So Franklin Park, in terms of convenience for me, yeah, it's close enough to me. I could metro there. Not too much of a hassle into it. This year, they've got uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Mission Impossible, The Goonies, Hunger Games, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and then Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings and Indiana Jones. I have not seen Everything Everywhere All at Once yet. I know I'm a bad person. I get it. You can roast me in the comments. I don't care. I bet seeing that movie that has like a David Byrne scored film with whatever they throw into that would be so cool. I feel like location, like a 4.5. Actual movie selection, I'm into it. I feel like the musical attribution, like a 4.5. I want to see what they do with it. Yeah. Also do want to point out that like location wise, it's close to pretty much all the metros because McPherson Square is right there. Gallery Place, Chinatown's right there. So it's extremely convenient from that sense. I have to agree with you that this is my strongest contender in terms of vibes, because one of my favorite passions is kind of talking over a movie or, or the understanding that there are several ways to enjoy and appreciate a, a work of art, like a movie, and silently watching it 
as intended, it's only one. You could also enjoy ta- like talking over drag race with my friends is one of my favorite activities, right? And so I like the vibe of you're meant to not necessarily appreciate the film as intended. We are supplementing the way that you are experiencing this film and we're all doing it together. I think that mm. that is a, a very underappreciated uh, way to enjoy a piece of art. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Cool. So what would you score it? I'll go five. Sweet. And movies? Oh, I get what they're going for. I love everything, everywhere, all at once. I do think that they kind of build themselves as like cult classics. And I think some of these movies, I think it's a little bit of a stretch to to consider them a cult classic. Like Wakanda Forever, love it. (laughs) 10 out of 10, not a cult classic. I would love to see some more like weird, offbeat choices on this list to truly appreciate the vibe of it being a celebration of cult classic film. And I understand they have to still be like accessible because it's, you know, an outdoor, who wants to go to an outdoor movie screening where it's, you know, a very inaccessible movie? Actually, that actually sounds fun. (laughs) I would go to that. But I think they could be picking movies that are a little bit more outside of like the blockbuster movies. Yeah. Sounds like you're looking for a Sun Cinema Can I Kick It mashup. I would be there all the time. I would never not go to that. <laughs> Sun Cinema, give it to us. Yeah, that is so the intersection of my interests in like, I, I, I love a, a niche effed up movie and I love being outside. So that would be a real treat for me. So what is your movie score? I'll go four on the on the movies. Okay, all right. All right, next up we have Union Market. This is a drive-in situation. Um, They have a massive parking lot right next to Union Market, so you just drive into there. It's not free if you're driving in, but it is free if you walk up, um, in which case you sit kind of close to the projector, not actually in the legit parking lot area. I don't know. This one's not for me. I love like the concept of drive-in theaters, but I don't have a car, so I've only ever done the walk-up version, in which case you're so close to the projector that your neck is killing by like a third of the way through the movie. Though I like having the food court right there, I feel like as in the actual Union Market food hall, I feel like the light from it is really distracting and like, I don't know. Yeah, not for me. On, on location, it's not my favorite. I'm gonna give it a two. Drag them. Let's mm. go. I think in terms of accessibility, like if you don't have a car, this is definitely not worth it. I think one other thing to note is that for drive-in movies, the audio quality tends to be a little weird. And sometimes it's like not synced with the actual thing because you have to get the right FM frequency or whatever it is. So right. So like in terms of actual location and like accessibility, this is like a two for me. I will say the movies do look great, like kind of like a fun time. Like the movies that they've got for this one are Coco, King Richard, Clueless, Top Gun Maverick, and Hairspray. I would definitely see all of those. I would love to see Clueless and a drive-in. Who else wouldn't want to be jamming to like Top Gun Maverick and Danger Zone in their car (laughs) freaking out by themselves? Come on. I've been to a few drive-ins in the area. Some are better than others. I think it's really only worth it if you have a car. And I guess it's free if you don't have a car. So take that for what it's worth. (laughs) But but yeah, I'm with you. I think if you aren't going to come in a car, it might not be so fun. So Mm -hmm. I I would have to give it... I've never been to this particular drive-in, but I might have to go a low rate. I might have to go to like a two, Mm -hmm. two, five. And then what about movies? I think I'm a three. I like a 3.5. I like the selection. I'm a three... I'd like to see a theme. I feel like there's not like a thematic 
Like, I, I like when there's some sort of thematic consideration that's been happening. I agree. Yeah, they're all over the place. All right, we're down to the last one. Audi Field. I actually haven't been to this one, and I actually haven't been to Audi Field at all. So, Julia, I'm going to let you take this one. Priyanka. Okay, so <laughs> I've not seen a movie at this, but Audi Field as an actual location is a lot of fun. Mostly because, like, the seating area is comfortable. In one section, they have a supporter section where it's, like, standing. So if you don't want to be, like, sitting the entire time, you can get up and stretch your legs. The food choice is, like, it's stadium food, but it's okay. The thing that gets me with this one, for the movie themes, they're going for, like, blockbusters on the Jumbotron. Uh, So they've got DC League of Super Pets, another Black Panther Wakanda Forever... A lot of double ups. We have another Shrek sighting, but it is what? it is not the original Shrek. We have Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. That's it's, not canon. No. Bridget, it's Shrek. It's <laughs> not it's canon. Shrek. Uh, come on, it is Shrek. Um, we've got Minions, The Rise of Gru, and Jurassic World Dominion. I don't know, man. Like, I would love to go to Addy Field to see a movie just to see what it's like on the Jumbotron and on a big screen and at this field. But but man, this movie selection is is not giving it to me. I feel like location is like a three point five or a four, but the movie selection is like a two for me. Yeah, I'm not loving this movie selection. Every single one of them seems to be some kind of a remake or a sequel. There's no, like, standout classic. I feel like with an outdoor movie, you need to have a movie on the lineup that is, like, a classic everybody can agree on. I don't really see that on this list. I'm sorry. I gotta go a one. I think this is very uninspired. I am also a one on the movies. Really, really not enjoying that lineup. That's painful. Location-wise, I agree, though, Julia. I would like to see the movies on a huge screen like that. I think that'd be really fun. And I think that being in that kind of arena setting would be kind of cool for an outdoor movie. So I'll give it a three for that. And it's only not a four because it is like a little bit of a hike for me. Um, But the movies really kill it, dang. Bridget, what's your location ranking? I've never been to Audi Field. Uh, is it true that the that it's waterfront? Is that true? It is waterfront. But I don't know that you can get, like, the vista in the background as you're watching your movie. Okay. You know? I have, so having not been there, I like the idea of being able to see the water in the background while you're watching an outdoor movie. If that is the case, I will probably go four or five. If mm-hmm. that's not the case, I might go two. I'm not, I've not <laughs> been there, so... You know, take that for what it's worth. Oh, man, Bridget, do I have the the movie location for you then, which is my personal favorite and it's the only one I've been to. So obviously, like, we can't list every single DC cinema outdoor thing here. The one that I have been to and the one that I have found the most joy at is Sunset Cinema in Georgetown on the water. So you get to overlook the Potomac. They do a theme every year. One time it was like women in film. They've done cult classics. I feel like it's very, like, you could get your eclectic mix of movies spread out. You're looking at a body of water. You're having your nosh. You're watching a movie. That's my personal favorite. So the Georgetown Sunset Cinema. They haven't listed the movies for this year yet, but I will be there once they do announce. Nice. It sounds like I could actually get my fix of, like, sitting outside by the water and watching an effed up movie. Like, yes, this is made for you, Bridget. Come with me. Let's go. Give me go. a Lars von Trier on a blanket and I'm Let's a happy go. woman. <laughs> Other fun ones that haven't really listed yet because they do late summer and fall are The Wharf normally has outdoor movie screenings. Christmas Attics Park, um, which we all love. We did, a, we did an episode on this in the fall. Uh, they do 
outdoor movie screenings. The Library of Congress does as well, and they normally tend to focus on, like, children's movies. I saw Toy Story there a while ago, and that was really fun. So are you guys ready for the rankings for how we actually placed these? Oh, God. Um, Let's do it. I'm so sorry to whoever we tanked. I'm so sorry. Please feel free to convince me, though. I'll go, like, bottom up. I mean, unsurprisingly, given that we hated their movies, Audi is in last place, Audi Field, with 13.5 points. Next up is Union Market with 16 points, um, I guess because we all kind of hated on the drive-in thing. After that, we've got Roslyn, because who wants to go to Virginia, uh, with 20 points. Um, and then the top two are really, really, really close, but Admo just barely beat out Franklin Park. So it's 28.5 points for Franklin Park, and Admo got 29 so well, that this just turned into basically like hunting for real estate, which is just like location, location, location. Like whatever yeah. location is most convenient for you, like you're probably going to that movie screening and you're probably going to have a blast. You're right. By the way, if people have recommendations for us, please tell us where to go see some good movies. If there were ones that we didn't say or recommend, please email us dc at citycast.fm. And if this summer, if you see one of us sitting on our blanket slash chair we brought from home with like a picnic basket at the at a summer movie come say hi yes come say hi to us and before you go here's some quick news the dc government just opened a respite center for migrants and asylum seekers arriving on buses from texas and arizona the site located on new york ave northwest offers migrants up to a week of preliminary services before they can transition to more permanent locations More than 180 buses of migrants have been sent to D.C. since last spring as a form of protest against President Joe Biden's border policies. Meanwhile, did you hear that sonic boom on Sunday? Here's what happened. Fighter jets from a local Air Force base used supersonic speed to intercept a private plane over Virginia, causing a blast hurt across the district. Apparently, the pilot of the plane was unresponsive to air traffic messages and crashed, killing all four passengers on board. Also, after a lengthy review process, D.C. has finally picked a team to redevelop the Franklin D. Reeves Center at the intersection of 14th and U Streets. The plans include a new national headquarters for the NAACP, a hotel, and more than 300 housing units, entertainment spaces, restaurants, and more. We did an episode a few months ago about how tough this decision has been for the city, and that's because the Reeves Center has the potential to really change the culture of U Street Corridor. We'll link to our episode in the show notes so you can check it out. And lastly... Low-income D.C. residents who qualify for SNAP benefits will be eligible for half-off Metro fare starting on June 20th. WMATA estimates that 90,000 D.C. residents will benefit from this program called Metro Lift. It's expected to cost the city about $4 million. That's all for today here on CityCast D.C. And if you enjoyed the show, sign up for our newsletter, Hey D.C. as well. Our editor, Kayla, has so many good summer tips for you. And be sure to tune in to the next edition of our Summer Entertainment Guide series next Tuesday. It'll be all about the incredible events and activities on offer at Anacostia Park. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then. Drag us in the comments for the fact that I have not seen everything everywhere all at once. It's fine. I can take it.